0: The Johnson County Appraiser's Office is about to begin a big project that only happens every six years. On this episode, find out how drive-by digital imaging will give the county a better idea of what your property is worth.
1: Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home.
0: Thanks for joining us for Joko On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Frida Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. Every six years, as required by the state, Johnson County conducts a digital imaging survey of property. The Board of County Commissioners recently approved funding for this project, which involves cars equipped with cameras driving through the county, collecting video images of properties. Those images will soon be used so the appraiser's office can better assess the value of your property. And here to talk more about this project are Johnson County appraiser Beau Bouvet and also the with the appraiser's office Kevin Skridulis. Thanks for being here both of you. Well just to start off with we want to talk about some of the basics. Bo, if you can address sort of what the county's role is in assessing the value of property.
1: Sure. Thank you, Teresa. So County appraisers require to actually value all the properties within the county that's taxable. And in order to do that, we need to use one of three approaches, either the sales comparison approach, which is using sales of similar properties and looking at those actual characteristics and determining value for those characteristics then applying those ratios of value to other properties that didn't sell in order to have all properties paying their fair share of property tax by having fair assessments to their property. Uh, So that's the one approach and that's used primarily with residential. Um, Commercially, we use a lot of the income approach, which is looking at the income and expense of the operation because these properties are usually are leased out. The business will lease like an office building or or a condominium or a, a warehouse and they'll run their business in it. So that lease to the property is what we look at when we're looking at the income and expense to the property owner. And then by making adjustments to that based on standard appraisal practices, we determine what the values would be for those types of properties, whether it's a warehouse, a restaurant, or you know an office building. And the other approach is called a cost approach. It's used a lot on unique properties that there aren't very many of them around. A good example, a lot of times I like to explain is like uh, professional baseball stadiums or football stadiums. They're unique, they never sell. And so therefore they usually are valued on the cost approach. What it would cost to rebuild that brand new today. And then the depreciation based on how many years it's been in service and then an adjustment for any remodeling that might have taken place. So those are all the three approaches we use. We don't have too many uh, special properties. So we do mostly sales comparison, which is residential and then the income approach.
0: Okay. And there are always, a bit of confusion uh, between taxes and the appraisal process. And so can you kind of break down how the information from the appraisals is used?
1: Sure. So we, we establish a market value on all properties. And then based on what type of property it is, it gets a different assessment ratio. So for an example, a residential property is 11.1%. So if the property is were valued at $100,000, you're only going to be taxed off of $11,100. If it's a commercial property at $100,000, they're at a rate of 25%. So theirs is going to actually be $25,000 against the tax rate. The tax rates are the same, no matter what the property type is within the taxing district. But the difference in tax bills will be depend on the type of property. So that's kind of how it works. So the assessed value is really the key value that you'll see on your notices as it relates to what will be applied Towards the actual t- levy rates down the road.
0: Okay, and just to be clear, too the the process of collecting taxes is not done through your office, right?
1: Correct. I, I do not touch the money. I don't want to touch the money. Uh, we just strictly create the values.
0: Okay, very good. All right. So you know the big question on everyone's mind as these these valuations are done annually. What are we anticipating for trends for twenty twenty two in terms of um, you know this is the housing market? look the same as it did last year? What sorts of things are we seeing?
1: Uh, for the residential market, it's actually looking stronger than last year, which we thought was going to be somewhat flat, which ended up being about 5 to 8% for an average increase. This year, you're, we're probably looking at closer to 12 to 15%. There's just not a lot of inventory to pick from. And so there are multiple buyers for pretty much every house on the market. And that is pushing the values up on those sale prices because we have to use the sale prices that actually occur in order to determine the values.
0: And is that pretty consistent with what's happening like across the country or across the state? Or do you look at those trends
1: as well? We do. And and most of the country has gone positive, but there are maybe some probably small pocket areas where that may not be true. Um, Some of you maybe your bigger cities where there's an inner city area may not, but, you know, in Texas, Arizona, California, um, Iowa, Missouri, we haven't seen a downward trend at this point in time. There's just, a lot of need for people and a desire to move into homes. Um, And there's a lot of people building them. The problem that's slowing it down now is the fact that the materials are hard to get and the materials costs, of course, going up. So that may slow down the market going forward by virtue of the fact that uh, it's going to cost more than it cost before to build that house.
0: So I know that you don't handle the taxes portion of this, but what does this mean to like the typical homeowner? Are they, should they start to prepare for that that possible increase?
1: Um, I, would, I would always uh, tell property owners the best thing to do is look at last year's bill, which they just got in December, which is where... We're filming now but look at that bill look at that tax rate and do a calculation from that tax rate onto the new assessed value and you'll get a general picture of what potentially could happen going up uh, think of it as a teeter-totter Well, so there's a value side and then there's a tax side and a lot of times what is theoretically supposed to happen is as the values go up if those cities and schools don't need more money then the tax levy would go down because the the dollars required are the same, um, but a lot of times costs still go up. So of course cities are having to increase to cover their own costs of maintenance and whatever. Schools are having the costs go up because they're still paying for electricity and you know other projects. So, but that's the theory behind how the property assessment works.
0: Gotcha, okay, very good information there. And those notices of appraised value will hit mailboxes
1: around when? Yeah, no later than March 1st. We tried to mail out a week or two before that deadline date, um, and that's still our goal this year. But for sure, they have to be in the mail by March one.
0: Okay. Also good to know. All right. So one one aspect of, of assessing the value of property is getting accurate images of the property. And so we're about to begin a new um, a new effort or one that is done every six years to gather that data. So Kevin, do you want to tell us a little bit about what's about to happen?
2: Uh, sure, Teresa. thanks. Uh, like uh, you were saying, uh, every six years, uh, as required by the state, uh, we need to take new images of all residential and commercial parcels. Uh, and in the past, uh, we would hire a vendor uh, that would have a van with a driver and someone sitting in the back uh, with the camera, and they would go to each parcel, stop, take the picture, uh, stripe it with a parcel ID and uh, the time, the date, um, and then move on to the next parcel. Well, uh, 2022 is the next time we have to do that. Uh, We'll probably be starting sometime actually this this month, but we'll be using new technology uh, with our vendor. Well, they'll have an instrument package on top of a car with multiple cameras, and they will just drive down the county streets, taking pictures continually as they go. Um, And when they're done, we'll have what they call like a panorama street view images of the county, um, kind of like Google Street View. And so in the office, we'll be able to sit in front of software, move down the street, pan from side to side, zoom in and measure off the uh, uh, the, the imagery. Um, so that, that type of imagery is new for us uh, because the static JPEG images that we used to get in past projects is still important to a lot of our business processes. The vendor is also going to take uh, JPEG cutouts from the Street View images, and we'll have that uh, imagery as well going forward.
0: All right. That's pretty impressive. And it is amazing how the technology has changed and how that can be used to the benefit of not just your office, but homeowners too, so they you know, have a better idea of what their property looks like um, and also how it's being assessed. So can you talk about how those images or that panoramic view will be used um, or can be accessed by by property owners at some point? Uh,
2: since that's new technology, we're not actually sure when the uh, panoramic view will be available to the public. It will be available obviously internally to county, uh, not just the appraisal office, other county departments in the cities. we will try and get that out as soon as we can, but um, we don't have a, a time frame for that. The JPEG images that we usually get from the projects will start appearing probably on our websites uh, first quarter of next year.
0: Okay. And if people haven't been to um, that property data section of jocogov.org, they should really check it out, especially if you own commercial or residential property, because it's very, very helpful. You get lots of great information. I know when when I was looking for properties um, to move here from, from Topeka, that was really helpful to me because I was able to get a little bit of history on the property and I was able to see how the property has changed over time, improvements that have been made. And so um, talk a little bit more about why that, that web page is so important for, for property owners.
1: The reason why that's important is because it allows property owners to do some comparison of theirs with their neighbors. Um, a lot of times property owners think every house down the street is actually the same but that's not actually true. Every house is unique in some aspect. Sometimes it's a finished basement sometimes it's an unfinished basement. Sometimes the square footage may be you know two, 10 two percent larger or smaller than that than their neighbor. Um, but there are always differences, different patios or whatever. So what that does is it allows property owners to kind of get a visual picture of what they're comparing their property to. On our website it also allows you to, uh, look at comparables that we looked at as related to establishing the values for the property. So they can actually look at the ones we, our system picked through valuation and determination. And they can see that comparability by looking at the the web for that. So that's a big help as well. And then it's always good information about who the owners are, you know, the different aspects of the property
0: yeah and you can even get information about like the school districts the utilities yep. um it's helpful too to see just the the property layout and you know where your fencing is you know or should be things like that so it, yeah it's a, it's a tremendous place to to visit if you are wanting to gather information about property in johnson, johnson county for sure um and back to talking a little bit about this um, digital imaging project so that, this is expected to get started in December, but it's not a quick project, right? So can you talk about the the timeline of that and and when people can expect a vehicle in their neighborhood or how they'll know?
2: Uh, sure. Um, so uh, yeah, hopefully with the new technology, we will be done before leaves come back on, um, you know, in the spring. Uh, if if we're not done, uh, the We'll have to stop the project uh, if the leaves are too heavy and uh, continue back up in the fall of 2022. Another thing that can kind of slow the process down is we do have a no snow clause, uh, so we're a little more lenient than we were in the past. If there's a little bit of snow in the yard, that's okay. But what we don't want is enough snow that you're, you know, on the roofs so we so can't see the characteristics or the, or the, you know, the roof lines and things like that, or berms kind of obscuring the, the property. So. Uh, basically not a lot of snow um, and uh, no leaves and will be done fairly quickly.
0: And your goal, I'm sure, is just to get an accurate um, assessment of the property. And and that's why that's being done. Um, Are there things that homeowners should keep in mind about making sure also that they get that accurate assessment? So, you know, like removing junk from their yards or, you know, any kind of advice like that that might be helpful to homeowners.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a something that you, I think most homeowners worry about or concerned about is what does my yard look like to the neighbors, you know, when they drive down the street. I think most cities also have their own ordinances about have how much your yard can be cluttered. So um, I think the biggest one of the biggest advantages is things change over time. They repaint or they fix up the front or they extend the porch or they do different things. So the picture that the house looked like the year it was built, let's say 1970. It probably doesn't look like 1970 anymore in the 2000s. So those pictures every six years help us keep a more realistic perspective of what does the house look like during those valuation cycles, Than to try to use a picture that was 40 years old to determine what the value and what the uh, property looks like today.
0: So compared to just six years ago, you know, we talked about the technology advancements there. Um, will this create some efficiencies within your department to be able to assess
1: values? Absolutely. Um, we calculated out that without using this, this actual process, and we use the old process, which was the uh, stop and shoot with um, whether we hired a company or we did it internally, it would cost us a significantly more money. So this is efficient as it relates to time frame. And as efficient as it relates to the cost. Uh, we calculated if our staff had to do it, I'd have to hire eight people just to do the project. They'd have 120 days to get it done. It would cost us close to $2 million. Well, that's $2 million. that's not very well spent. When there's there's systems out there that are much more efficient. So a car driving down the road, taking a, you know, the video, and then cutting out the pictures that are what we need is a much faster process and a much more uh, economically um, sound and better stewardship of the money, so.
0: That's great, and I think the board approved, was it just under $800,000 or somewhere in that neighborhood?
1: Correct, it was 706,000 for the two years uh, of that, but then we get the pictures for six years.
0: Oh, Okay. Okay. So yeah, that's a substantial uh, savings there if (laughs) you compare it to doing it the old fashioned way, I guess. Um, And so we talked a little bit about the timing of, of this project, but um, you know, people may be curious about what kinds of images Mm. are going to be allowed. And so there are some, some restrictions in addition to those things related to weather. So um, people and uh, license plates, can you talk about how those are going to be handled?
2: Uh, sure and in the past when it was a, a stop frame shoot basically the van was stopping we would just kind of avoid those uh you know people and and things like that since so this will be a continual shoot uh, the vendor will be able to blur license plates and faces so uh, you will see people in the imagery, but you won't be able to recognize them.
0: Okay, that's good information to have. And I think the last question, um, there is a dashboard that that the county will have access to, at least, uh, to be able to see which neighborhoods have been um, videoed and which haven't. And so you'll be able to follow along there. Can you talk about that? That's another area of improved technology, I'm sure, where you can track
2: Sure, and we are still actually working with our vendor before they get out there on how all this will work. So we do know what, uh, at least internally, we will have access to a dashboard that will be updated weekly. Uh, We're gonna try and make that public facing so people can sign on and see where where they've been and where they're planning to be for the the next week. Uh, If we can't actually make the dashboard publicly facing that we're viewing, we might just take like a static image of it and, and post it out on the website.
0: Okay, so people can follow along with the process all year long. That's terrific. All right, anything else you want to share about the the appraiser's office and your processes?
1: Uh, We're uh, we're just here to uh, do the job we're required to do. Uh, We do want to have fair and equitable values. And uh, the staff here is very good, um, very talented, and um, we like serving the public.
0: All right, that's great. And so where can our listeners go to get more information about the appraisal process?
1: Our website is actually www.joco, J-O-C-O-G-O-V.org. And then you can do a slash appraiser and uh, that should take you right to our site
0: all right terrific well thank you both for being here today and sharing this great information i'm sure um, our listeners will will benefit knowing a little bit more about uh, how the appraisals work and then also about this new project coming up so thank you both
1: you just heard Joko on the go join us next time for more everything johnson county have a topic you want to discuss we want to hear from you Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JoCoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jokogovorg forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.